hello and welcome to episode number 52 of the fellow cast this is another ask the pastors episode in which i am asking pastor garth the following question what is the significance in matthew chapter 17 of the temple tax and the fish Let me read the story maybe to start off, will you? Um, it's from verse 24. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. And when Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? So it seems like Jesus had a word of knowledge. He asked, from whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. And then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and for yours. So at the end of the story, it doesn't actually tell us Peter went and did it, but we assume he did. And so Jesus' tax, temple tax, was paid and Peter's temple tax. Now, um, the coin in the fish's mouth is generally seen as a symbolic act or sign, but um, there's really no agreement as to what the symbolism is. So I, I would just read it straight for what we know it says. In the first place, Jesus didn't want to cause offense against the authorities over him. Now, those authorities, in this case, is um, the temple institution, which is the Sadducees. So we know that those guys were really not God-honoring people. At that time, the Sadducees was really not a good group of guys. They ran the temple, um, but they made a lot of money out of it. They were really, really wealthy people, and it was like a closed, sort of a mafia kind of group, you know? Um, uh, from what we hear with the historians, they're not all even Levi's at that time, the way that they're supposed to be. Uh, they really are politicians. Um, you know from another story in the Gospels that they didn't even believe in the resurrection of the dead, which is, what? These guys are the leaders of the religious group in Israel, but they're really not truthful in that. Um, they're just there for the money. So they, they actually made a lot of money, not just out of temple tax, which was, funny enough, instituted by Julius Caesar for the maintenance of the temple, because the Roman Empire didn't want to pay for the maintenance of a temple built by Herod for the Jews. Herod built that temple for the Jews to satisfy them, and it was one of many, many big building projects that he underwent um, but they didn't want to maintain it so they said to the Jews all right we institute a temple tax you will now maintain the temple that we built for you <laughs> but Jesus still didn't want to cause offense even against this ungodly system that was set in place they also made a lot of money out of um, the exchange rate um, between holy money in the temple and the temple used outside, ach, the money used outside of the temple. So if you would go in and um, you wanted to sacrifice a lamb, you're not allowed to bring in a lamb. You had to buy a holy lamb. So you came in with your unholy money. First thing you had to do is exchange money, get holy money, 
and then go and buy an overpriced lamb because it's a holy lamb. So the whole thing was rigged to make a lot of money. The point just again is, even so, Jesus says to Peter, let's not cause offense. Let's give them the money that they ask of us, even if it's unjust. And the same with the other taxes as well. All right, um, that because the taxes to the Roman Empire now is uh, at that time is also really really great. It's a lot of money that they asked. Um, apparently, most uh, fishermen couldn't own their own boats. It was just times were tough because the taxes were so high. Um, but the second point that we get out of the story is God provides for whatever we have to give. Now. Um, the, while we don't give temple taxes to our church, church taxes, uh, we give tithes. God asks it of us, not like taxes, that somebody has to come to you and you're obliged to pay it. He says, be a cheerful giver. All right? Given to the Lord with a cheerful heart, willingly. Um, so while we say, yes, tithes are something that every Christian must give, it's good for us to do that. Um, because the the word of God requires it of us, and he promises a blessing when we do that. Um, still, God provides that 10%, just like the other 90%. So that the story also makes very, very clear. God provides for whatever we, we need to give. I actually recently le- um, heard a testimony from a friend in the church. This friend felt convicted at a really tough time in their life, financially tough time, that um, he needs to tithe. And him and his wife had a conversation about this and they weren't in agreement. And just in a really interesting way, God provided for him through somebody else an envelope of money with exactly the amount that he needed to tithe. Um, So that's really what this story tells us. It says, listen, you're obliged to pay it. Trust God to get whatever you need to pay that. Um, So just with regards to our taxes, with regards to our tithing, even with our offerings, to really trust God, just like He provided you, He will provide for us as well. There you have it, wrapping up episode number 52 of the Fellow Cast, another Ask the Pastors episode. Thanks again, Pastor Garth, for your time and just sharing your wisdom and knowledge. And if you do have any other questions for our pastors and you would like them answered, uh, you are more than welcome to send them through to voldu at thefellowship.co.za or you can drop them in the box. There's a Ask the Pastors box in the foyer on the table. Write your question down, put it on there, and we would love to have that answered for you as soon as possible. Mm-hmm.